say, how's the fam? How's the fam? <laughs> hey y'all, this is Tyler and you're listening to How's the Fam? How's the Fam is a podcast about family, friends, and growth. We're here every single Wednesday. Um, our dream is to promote genuine love and real relationships, y'all. And um, we do a decent job doing that. Who are we? I am Tyler. My wife usually is usually here. However, she is sick today. So um, this is going to be me and Naomi. If you hear a baby breathing hard in the background, that's me trying my best to get her down. Um, we've been married for four, 14. We've been together for 14 years because we're high school sweethearts. But we've been married for six, okay? And um, we also have three kids. Three, count them, three kids. And that's not very important for today's story. Although, it, I don't know. It's always important to say because sometimes it comes up. So, today's episode is just going to be um, really about a rambling of my mind, right? Just kind of how things have been a, a catch up with me. Uh, not too long ago, Keisha actually had an episode where I was down and out, and I lost my voice. And now Keisha, she's lost her voice, and so now she's down and out. So it's just going to be a catch-up with your boy, right? And if that sounds good to you, without further ado, here we go. Um, so as I've already mentioned, Keisha is down today. Uh, what happened is, I believe, is her sinuses. We actually did get her COVID tested because you can never be too sure. Test came back negative, so all is well in that regard. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 difficult. I, I think our second episode or third episode was about um, raising kids when somebody's sick, like what to do when somebody is sick. And oh my goodness, man! Essentially, what we said or what the game plan is is the other person has to step up. But you got to keep in mind the episode was recorded. Before we had three kids, and this little one right here, our youngest Naomi, she is not going down. Like, lately, she's just been in rare form. I'm talking all 12 rounds. You hear me? She's not holding up, no let no, no let up, no give up, no nothing. She's up all day, giving, like, maybe five-minute naps, if that, and she's right back up in them. You hear me? And I ain't going to lie, some of that's been having a t- taking a toll on us. Also, for our listeners who, you know, always kind of check in and things of that nature, who always listen week to week, you've known that we've kind of been struggling getting the, I don't know, just dealing with back to school because Liana's in real school now. That's my oldest. And her being in real school means we have to drop her off at a reasonable time every day. That's my responsibility. And we also have to pick her up every day, and that's my wife's responsibility. And, like, doing that, that whole setup, I've already talked about the lines. I'm not going to get into the line again. But the lines to drop off and the line to pick up are so annoying. You have to be there at a certain time to pick your kid up. But everybody has to be there. There are no buses. You just got to make it do what it do. And it's not what's up. Like, I hate it. But I'm not going to hit on that. I still have, my body has gotten used to it. Right? My body will wake itself up. But I personally, like mentally, I do not like waking up at that time. Um, in addition, we also started sports, so now they have extracurricular activities. And I'm starting to find out, like, coaching very young kids is not easy at all. Like, I played soccer my entire life. My entire, like, pretty much my whole life because my older brother played. So I even played before I played. I, I was kicking the ball before I was, like, in structural um, organized play type of thing, right? 
And so dealing with kids, like young, young kids, and being like, hey, this is how you kick a ball. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. And like, like you literally only had their attention for less than a minute. And if you don't, if you can't teach them those, those basics in less than that minute, then like you literally have to wait to the next practice. And we ain't got that kind of time. Like, I've coached teams in the past. None of them have been this young. It is very, very difficult. So please, if your kids are in a young, like if your kids are young and they're in a sport, give the coach some grace, man. Like it's not as easy as you would expect it to be. Now, if your kids are like 10, 8, something like that, then, you know, your coach should be able to deal with them. But, like, 5, 4, 3, ooh-hoo-wee, you hear me? It is not anything nice, you hear me? But um, there's not a here nor there, so I'm still dealing with that. The time management thing has actually gotten a lot better. Uh, what I've been doing is I've actually just been planning out. I started with day, daily. So I've been writing down all of my daily objectives. And essentially, I just check them off at the end of the day. It's like, yo, like this is what I have to do. I check them off at the end of the day, and then I write new ones the next day, okay? And then in the morning, I read what I have to do. My mind's been like, it's kind of set to accomplish those things. And then I go out into the day, and I execute or conquer or whatever you want to use, whatever, whichever word you want to use. And I will do what needs to be done. And... Like the next day, that night, I'll write them, write, scratch off what I accomplished, write down the new stuff. And then, like, now I'm at weekly, and I was doing the weekly thing for the last two weeks. It's been going well. And so now I'm going to try to plan out my entire month. So the entire month of September, I'm going to plan out today. All right. Actually, this comes up on Wednesday. So I'll be planning it out in the future, right? And we're going to see how planning it out for the month goes. And if that goes well, then y'all already know, like, October marks, like, the quarter mark. So I will try to plan out the rest of that quarter. And if that works, I'm going to try to plan out the next six months. I'm going to try to do a year. But, like, you get you get the exercise, right? Instead of trying to, like, sprint a marathon, literally, I was like, okay, let's do the .5K. For those of you who don't know, like, a .5K is a real thing. <laughs> it's like 0.3 miles or something like some super minuscule. You can sign up, you could do them. A 0.5k is nothing. And you can run that 0.5k and like you run it and then the next day you add a little bit to it and the next day you add a little bit to it. I've applied the same concept to reading. I've applied the same concept to scheduling. And so far, so good, right? So we're going to see how the month works out. If it, if it doesn't work out the way I want it to, hey, man, that's what growth is all about, right? Um, and so in the, in, the time, in the personal time management department, yeah, life has been going pretty well in that department. So I have no complaints just yet. Um, also, I've been buying these books, and I actually need to sit down and read them. <laughs> So the books I bought were uh, Think and Grow Rich because everybody, it seems like everybody recommends that book. I've never read it before, but I've heard so much about it that there's no way this book can live up to the hype. All right. In my personal opinion, with everybody, literally everybody talks about this book. And I'm just like, okay, l let's see what it's about. So I, found, I picked up a copy. I wanted to borrow a copy because I don't, it's not one of those books I plan on reading twice. But uh, I actually did pick up a copy, and I'm going to read it. 
Um, a next book I bought was The Richest Man in Babylon. Lately, I've been hearing a little buzz about it. Uh, my line brother, he posted it, and I was just like, I hit him up. I was like, yo, you want to read it together? Because it's one of those books that's kind of set up in like, um, all right, so you got the different tiers of self-help books, right? And so uh, you got books that literally will just be like, hey, this is the, it's in the title. Like, we're going to talk about what's in the title. And they just break that topic down. Like, what is it? How do you do this? Do you do this? And then they use their own testimonials. And then they kind of pull life lessons from those testimonials. But those are like chapter based and they don't have any questions and nothing like that. The Richest Man in Babylon, from my, the copy I have, has like questions in the back, which is the next tier of, um, of like self-help type of book, right? Personal development type of books. And what what happened is you'll read a chapter and you're supposed to read a chapter a day or a chapter a week with essentially a group. And that way you can discuss with that group like, hey, this is what I, this is what I got from it. Like, what did you get from it? And it's supposed to be like a dialogue. You're supposed to answer it, get come together as a group, discuss, and then you let that kind of marinate and then you read the next chapter, right? And I was just like, yo, if I'm going to read this book, like, I want to do it the right way the first time. So let's, like, read it together. It's almost like some self-help books are kind of like the Bible or more or less. Like, while the Bible doesn't have questions in it, if you get yourself a good study Bible, what you'll find is, like, they have that same type of setup because the Bible's not meant to be read alone. Well, it is, but at the end of the day, you're supposed to discuss what you've read at some point, right? The Richest Man in Babylon is along that, those same lines. Um, the next book I got was a book called Focus. It was a guy, I did, a, when I was doing live streams on Instagram, um, one of the people who hopped in, he was a book writer, and he has this book called Focus. Um, I actually haven't cracked it open just yet. It's not a very long read. I look forward to reading it and just kind of seeing what he was talking about in it. Uh, I think he's written six books so far. So I think this is book number six, and I have no doubt he's going to write another one. So after I read it, I will let y'all know kind of how that goes. And the next book I picked up was uh, The Compound Effect, which I've heard good things. I have a coworker who he reads, a, I think his goal is to read 52 books every year. And his timeline starts on his birthday. And his birthday is coming up pretty soon. I think he's like, what, 48 books in? So I asked him, I was like, yo, man, what book do you recommend? And he recommended The Compound Effect. He was like, yo, this one has a lot of actionable things you can do. And so I was like, yo, dope, I could do that. Like, I, I could pick this book up, I'll check it out. And we'll talk about it at work and stuff. And so well, I'm kind of deep into that one so far. It's so far so good. Um, I think we're in chapter three. And... So like I said, so far so good. I'll I'll save what I've learned to the end. In fact, message me on Instagram if y'all want to hear more about the books I've been reading or like kind of updates or something. In fact, no, you ain't got to do that. Follow me on Instagram. I'll, I'll start discussing some of the books I've been reading and just some of my thoughts about them. That way it can be like more of a dialogue. It's at Tyler B. Talking. Like Tyler B. Talking, right? If you if you look me up, you will find me. I have no doubt. So um, yeah, follow me on that. I will start kind of posting about what I'm reading and stuff like that. All right. Um, and then the last book was that Dave Ramsey joint, and I forgot what it's called. To be honest with you, it was gifted to me, 
And so I, I know quite a bit about Dave Ramsey. Um, everybody knows any 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 time you hear Financial Peace University, you think Dave Ramsey. Hold on one second, y'all. Yeah, my bad, y'all. Naomi, like I said, it's me and Naomi tonight, baby. Um, anytime you hear Financial Peace University, you know you're talking about Dave Ramsey. And you also, well, well, here's the thing about it. He wrote a book about it. And he wrote in that book, I know that there's just enough information in there to funnel you into his um, his Financial Peace University stuff. So I'm not super excited about reading it because I know it's like a sales funnel of sorts. However, just because that's the case doesn't mean it's not worth reading. So I'm going to check it out. I'm going to see what it has to say, and we'll we'll go from there. And then I also picked up the, the book that Charlemagne and his homegirl was pushing. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's something about the United States. I started reading it, but I ain't going to even lie to you, man, like, I was not in the mood to read a book like that because it's kind of triggering a little bit. And so I just kind of let it go. Um, I got through the first two chapters and was like, I see what this is about. I understand the narrative she's trying to, you know, she's about to go through. And to be honest with you, man, it's low-key exhausting a little bit. So I just let it be. I still have it. I still intend on reading it. I'm going to finish it. It looks like it's going to be quite a bit of a read. And uh, the last book I was going to read, once I finish all those, is uh, Mastery. And Mastery is a book by Robert Greene, and I have looked forward to reading that book for so long. I finally bought it. It's like a $20 book, <laughs> which ain't that big a deal. But if you've ever read a Robert, a Robert Greene book, kind of like 48 Laws of Power, all this other stuff, you know his books aren't the easiest to like just pick up and just... His reading level is kind of high. On those books, so you kind of got to take your time, this, that, and the other. Uh, sorry about all the books. You know what? Let's 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 uh, let's switch it up, right? Let's talk about some movies. Me, <laughs> let's talk about some movies, man. Let's talk about some of the fun stuff since I know everybody doesn't like to read. Um, so Keisha and I actually watched quite a few movies not too long ago because she's been sick. And I don't want to push her, this, that, and the other, right? And so we watched two movies today. Uh, one movie. She was looking forward to watching it. I, it kind of fell off of my radar. It's called Vacation um, Vacation Friends. Vacation Friends. It's got Lil Rel, Yvonne Orgy from Insecure. And then uh, it also had John Cena, right? And low-key, incredible movie. And actually, I'll say the review. And the other movie we watched was The Photograph, which had Issa Rae from Insecure. And I also had Lakeith Stanford from... Uh, uh, what's the Donald Glover joint, man? Y'all gonna eat me up for not knowing this off the top. Oh, Atlanta. Atlanta. So I had Lakeith Stanford from Atlanta. All right. And so uh, we're gonna start in the order of the funny one and then the serious one. So the funny one is uh, Vacation Friends. And Vacation Friends is the premise is, is these two, two couples and they meet while they're on vacation. They have an incredible experience. And they, one separates with the intention of never seeing them again, and the other separates with the intention of like, yo, we got friends for life, and then hilarity ensues, right? Um, it is a comedy, it's a romantic comedy, and it's a romantic comedy done right. I enjoyed it. It was an incredible ride. I wasn't really counting, but I think it's around three jokes a minute. I don't know how many people were like even understand. It's a simple phrase to understand. Like Usually sitcoms operate around three jokes a minute or like five jokes a minute or something like that like 
usually sitcoms hit like boom, 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 like laugh, 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 laugh. But you don't usually see that too often in movies because they have more of a story to tell and stuff like that. But this is a movie that tells a story effectively, and they pull out they pull off the uh, three jokes a minute type of thing. So I was very surprised. Actually, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was very very well written. And you could tell it was well written from the very beginning. Um, I enjoyed it. It was an incredible ride. I did not give away a lot. Um, which platform did we watch it on? I want to say we watched it on Hulu. So if, you have, if you're on Hulu, you got an hour and some change to kill. Maybe you got a flight. Maybe you got a long drive where you're riding, not driving. Or, you know, if you just want to have a good date night, just like a, invite somebody over to check out a good movie. Yo, man, Vacation Friends is the move. You hear me? Um, and then on to a more serious movie, which was The Photograph. And The Photograph is a is a straight romance movie, all right? Like, when I say romance movie, I'm thinking, like, like kind of think Titanic, kind of think... Nah, that's not quite Titanic. But that is a romance movie, right? Like, romance in terms of... You can't use Titanic, like the notebook, that type of vibe, right? And so what happens in the photograph, the premise is very good. There's a picture, and through this picture, there is a story. Loki is a very artistic movie. Um, It takes the phrase, a picture's worth a thousand words, quite literally. And essentially, this entire movie is wrapped around that photograph. And it's a very, again, artistic, well-written movie. And you can tell from the very beginning because of the way that the storytelling is done. So what happened is you're in present day. And then um, you'll flash back a little bit. Then you're in present day again. Then you'll flash back a little bit. And it kind of follows that that um, that cadence, right? And through that cadence, they reveal a very beautiful story. And um, not only that, they're, they go through a couple different locations. Um, one thing I thought was very beautiful about it, again, very artistic movie, is the, the way that they captured some of the scenes, like the lighting and the colors and how they... Like, it's a black movie, so the lighting, the colors, the way they lit the black... Uh, <laughs> the way they lit the black people in the, in the scenes and essentially the weight of each scene was easily... Te- you could easily tell... And um, again, I don't want to do any spoilers or anything. I'm trying to like let people know, like, yo, these movies are out here. And I thought it was really dope. Like, I thought it was well told. Um, I didn't get to just sit there and enjoy it the way I wanted to. But that's how another way. I, that's another reason I could tell. Like, it was a very, very good movie. What was happening with me is the same thing that's been happening for the past like couple days. And that's like Naomi, Melanie, Liana. Like they just been demanding time and attention and like affection and things of that nature. We've been giving it to them hand over fist. But what happens is like when you give your kids so much attention and stuff, they start feeling entitled to it, right? And more or less, like they're not. You know, it's like yeah, I give you attention. I give you attention out of unconditional love. But like if daddy or mommy is doing something. Like you need to like wait a few minutes. Like I will get to you. I, I've acknowledged. I will acknowledge that you need something, but give me time to react to get that to you. You know, and they were they weren't trying to do that. They were trying to like low key be entitled to it. Like hey, we asked for this, do it now. And that's not how the parent child relationship goes, right? 
At least not in this household. If it work, if it operates that way in your household, it's all good, right? It's like whatever works for you works for you. But like in our house, that's not how it flies, right? It's like not quite a child's place, but you got to recognize like, hey, it's like we have Naomi over here. Just because you're asking for something doesn't mean I'm even in physically able to deliver that, you know? So that's what was happening. Like with me is like Liana's, Liana's learning her sight words and I want to like encourage that. And Melanie's learning math. And I want to encourage that as well. And so as they're discovering new things about these two different concepts, they're very excited to let me know. So I'm just sitting there like, hey, okay, okay, cool. Like, that's nice. That's, you know, that's interesting. And then, like, they continue to interrupt you while you're doing stuff. You're just like, yo, this is a lot. Like, yo, sit down. Just show it to me all at once. Don't just show me every little thing you find. Um, what's happening over here with Naomi is... She just picked up a different toy, and she's, like, teething, like, crazy hard. And so, anytime she finds something, like, kind of new to her gums or whatever, she just, like, just likes to explore that a little bit. So, I'm going to see if this pacifier kind of calm her down a little bit. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, no, didn't work. She ain't trying to hear that. But, um, that's another thing. Naomi's teeth haven't cut just yet. Which, on one hand, is a good thing, because the lighter your teeth come, the later your, your baby's teeth cut, the healthier those teeth are supposed to be. At least that's what doctors will tell you and stuff. I don't really know. But uh, her teeth look like they're going to cut a little later. Not that big a deal. Melanie's teeth cut a little late. Liana's teeth cut a little late. It's not the biggest deal in the world. However, it does mean that she's going to tease for just a little bit longer. And her teething... As y'all can tell, it's very intense. Like, this girl is on it. You hear me? Um, what else has been happening, man? Oh, so those two movies, Vacation Friends and The Photograph, I highly recommend. The Photograph is on, oh, man, it's on HBO Max, man. I, I actually have somebody else's password for HBO Max. Actually, not. that's not true anymore. I used to have somebody else's password, but now... I think we're in some kind of like special thing to where we're allowed to get it as long as we're in a certain service. So it's like a bundled in type of deal type of thing. So we pay for it, but we don't directly pay for it, if that makes any sense. Um, and then the streaming wars continue, man. Like how many more subscription things are we going to do? Um, and then there's the state of the podcast. Right? So state of the podcast I'm in this state where I'm just not going to start. I'm not. I'm going to stop talking about it. I'm just going to do it. All right? Because what I realized is, I think, what, when we first started, like, two weeks in or on two episodes in or something like that, I was like, yo, we have an audience to where we can put this on YouTube and, like, it can thrive. And here we are. I don't know what episode we are. We're in episode 60-something. Or I think it's 62. And I still ain't bought no cameras. I still ain't bought no mics or no additional mics. Like, again, I forgot to tell y'all. I actually wanted to start out with this. I apologize for the audio last week. What happened was I listened to it. When I listened back to it, I listened with uh, headphones. And I always listened back to them low. And so when I turned it up, I didn't realize how high my voice was in comparison to Keisha's voice. I saw the waveforms, but I didn't pay the waveforms as much attention as I should have. So I apologize. But another... um, Another issue is, like, we operate on one mic. And so operating on one mic means if I had altered that audio, 
Keisha would have been low, and y'all wouldn't have been able to hear her. And then I would have been regular, and y'all would have been like, man, why Keisha always whispering, you know? And in reality, Keisha's not whispering. Like, she's talking in a pretty decent uh, pretty decent volume. It's just a matter of, since we share the mic, you can only do so much. And then we was in a different location. Like, even now, I'm in the same location we recorded last week, and we don't have, like, a lot of carpet and, like, stuff to absorb the sound. So when you're high, you're like crazy high. When you're low, you're muffled, you know. But those mids, those mids will come out pretty good. But nobody really cares about all that stuff. Um, I will say, uh, just continue to pray for our family, man. Like we're going through one of those life transition things where like everything's just kind of different right now, and different in the bad thing. It's just a new frontier, and that's okay, you know. Uh, God, He'll test you in ways. That he knows you can handle, but you just have to rise to the occasion. Like he's already given you everything you need. You just have to believe in him and get through the test. And right now we're just kinda we're trying to get through the test. <laughs> and some days are better than others. Like there's no doubt about that. But right now we're just trying to get through the test. And like it's not as graceful as I would like it to be, you know? But nonetheless, the the race is being the race is being you know raced, <laughs> but um it is what it is, man. Uh, also, thank you for all you people who've like been listening for I don't know, man. We've been at this for a year and some change now, and the viewership has gotten very very consistent. Like a lot of y'all are subscribed to the podcast, so as soon as it drops. Like, the downloads of how many people are watching just immediately shows up. So, I got to say thank y'all, man. Thank y'all for showing up week after week and listening to us. Um, We asked nothing really of y'all other than, you know, just check it out. Um, And I'm rambling. So, I'm just going to go ahead and close this on out. It is, like I said, it's just me. Uh, Keisha, she is okay out. Like, Like I said, she got tested. It's not covid but uh, she does have, like, some type of sinus thing going on. So, you know how it is in the South, like, robotussing up. I also pray for my family, y'all. I'm just going to do a whole prayer with Chris type of thing. Pray for my family because I am from Mississippi. So, a lot of my tribe is from Mississippi. Like, people I went to high school with, so extended family, yeah, people I went to college with, all types of people, right? And this hurricane, like, is no joke. From the images I've seen on Twitter, it looks like it's bad. By the time this episode comes out... Like, we will have known the ramifications of that tor- that hurricane. And so, I just pray that the insurance companies cover what, you know, they're supposed to cover. And that people are, feel like are made whole in their situation, right? I also pray that people remain safe, you know, just yeah. remain safe. Um, and with all that being said, y'all, I do have words of encouragement for you. But before I, I get into that whole spiel... Um, number one, thank you for listening. Um, also, if you have the opportunity, rate the podcast five stars, whatever system you use, because we are we are on quite a few systems. Just rate the podcast somewhat high. But what's more important is that you share the podcast with somebody you think will enjoy it. Um, the people who enjoy this podcast, you probably know better than me. If your friends will enjoy the podcast as well, so. Go ahead and give it a share, give it a like, give it a suggestion, and add it to your top 10 list, however you want to do it. And my word of encouragement for you is, hey, man, you got to appreciate the good system, or you have to maximize your good seasons, 
so that you can get through your bad seasons. And what I what I mean by that, life, I, which I haven't lived that much of it, right? I'm around I'm around thirty, somewhere around there, right? I haven't lived that much of it, but from what I could tell, there are seasons where you are up, and when you're up, life is good, everything goes, everything flows, and like you could do almost what well, feels like anything, like you can accomplish anything it really feels like it like it feels like the whatever you can think of whatever you can dream you just put your finger out there and it's just right there at your fingertips right but then there are going to be times where it's almost like you've moved to the whole nother place nobody speaks the same language nobody communicates the same nobody uses the same um systems or culture or norms or anything like that right and it almost feels like it's like you try to use those old skills and none of that's going to work. So you have to low-key become a whole different beast. <laughs> it's almost like what Kobe said in that, in, that, in that commercial with Kanye West where he was like, you have to be the different beast in the same, you have to be the same animal but a different beast. It's exactly, <laughs> it's exactly like that, right? Um, and... You have to weather that. You have to weather that storm. And then that storm can get so bad, man. Like I well, I tell you, I wake up tired. I've never woke up tired. I haven't woke up tired since we used to do three a days in college. Like, I woke up tired this week. I was just like, yo, this is insane. And it's not me getting older. It's just literally me going through the stress of getting through these these tests and these trials, right? But on the, but through it all, like I said, through it all, God has your back. Through it all, you already have all the things you need to accomplish whatever goals set before you. And so, at the end of the day, all you have to do is weather that storm because the next season is going to be spring. And once spring gets here, everything will be within your fingertips once again. And so, right now, if you're going through the storm, just know, just know. So like you just have to weather it because right, like the next season is just right there. Just it's right there. Just make it. You hear me? Um, and with all that being said, usually I'd be like, "Yo, Kiki has a fam," but like I said, she ain't here. I do miss her. Uh, Kiki, if you're listening to this, man, I love you. I pray that you uh, get some recovery. Uh, like through it all, like we've been together for so, so, so long. And, like, this happens all the time, especially back when we used to live in Mississippi. So, I know you can get through it. I just know it's, like, not a pretty process. But I'm going to be right there holding your hand, honey. Uh, I love you to death. And how's the fam? Fam is, like, we're trying to get through the rough part right now. Um, But it's going to be okay. And with all that being said, y'all be blessed. Peace.